0: This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pensatensio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're catching a live show or replay, thank you for listening. I'm Laura Pensatensio, and last show I talked about how to blow your next online launch out of the water. Today, well, we will be talking about... How to make your core content your key to unlock success. We'll cover how you use your blog or podcast to your advantage so that you can bring in more business. Social Savvy Geek started out from the suggestion of my networking peers back when I was the VP of Public Relations and Marketing for the River City Express Network, which was my local chapter of American Business Women's Association back in Richmond, Virginia. And I hadn't considered entrepreneurship at all, not at all, for myself, um, before I it was suggested to me by these ladies. Like It just simply had not occurred to me as an option. It was not even on my radar. I had had jobs, and I was used to having jobs. And my mom owned a ballet studio in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, when I was growing up, so I had seen her like owning a business. I knew that that was a thing. But it didn't occur to me <laughs> that I could do it. Um, just didn't. But luckily, I had surrounded myself with a group of highly intelligent, motivated and successful businesswomen and many of them were self employed. And they said, why are you looking for a job? You already have people who want to hire you to to do um, social media speaking and you've already got a couple of clients who've hired you to run their programs for them. Why don't you just do that? And I, ha! So I took their advice. And as soon as I determined that creating my own company was happening, and I mean the very same day that I made the decision, I did a few things. I brainstormed names until I had one that I liked and wasn't spoken for. I did a lot of Googling. (laughs) My first ideas were already used but that's normal. Then I bought the domain social savvy And I claimed at social savvy geek on Twitter, like day one, and I got started setting up my WordPress blog, I knew right out of the gate, <clears throat> that a blog would, <coughs> excuse me, that a blog was going to be my primary means of letting people know who I was and what my company was about. Like I just I knew that that was how I was going to do it. At the time, blogging wasn't nearly as popular as it is now. So it wasn't the obvious choice, but I knew it was for me. And as soon as I found out that it was already completely the norm within my newly chosen industry, which is online marketing, I was like, Oh, yay, I did something right. (laughs) And even though I immediately saw the benefit, and I did get the results I was looking for by bringing in new clients, I still had an uphill battle convincing some of those new clients that blogging would also work outside of the marketing industry. Oh, how the times have changed and also how nothing has changed. <laughs> You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. You can download your free copy of how to grow your Twitter audience now from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and follow me at socialsavvygeek on Twitter. Your core content is your path to like, know, and trust. And you need those things to do business successfully. So what is this core content I keep going on about? Common examples of core content for influencers include a blog, a podcast, and a video show. And most people start out with a blog um, for multiple reasons. You can easily repurpose a blog content into social media posts into newsletters, ebooks, infographics, email sequences, workshops, and more. A blog is a very powerful tool. Once people find it, if it appeals to them, they will subscribe and they will keep coming back. Multiple times, I've had clients find me through social media and then they start reading my blog. And then what happens is... They like no one trusts me before they ever talk to me. One specific example of this uh, is a client I have from Texas, who told me he had been reading my blog for six to eight months before we spoke. The way I first became aware of him was he went into my scheduler. Um, I use VC down on my website; it pops up, and he made an appointment. We had a discovery call, <clears throat> and. Of course, I always ask, and you should too, where did you first hear about me? And he says, I don't remember where I first saw you because I follow you on a bunch of different places, but I'm I'm, um, sure that I've seen you on LinkedIn and I know that I've seen you on Twitter, but that's not the point. He's like, I was reading your blog and I was reading it for six, six, six or eight months. I've been reading it for quite some time. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. And he's like, yes. So I knew that you were the person for me I knew I've been looking for someone and I knew that you were the person I wanted to work with and this discovery call was just to confirm my feeling and my impression of you and confirm that you actually know what you're talking about because uh, how you present yourself online and in this conversation are the same so how do we get started and we did so if you are putting your content and your knowledge out there consistently, people are paying attention. You won't necessarily know about it right away. And you may be thinking, gosh, I'm just throwing this stuff out there into the ether. And nobody's paying any attention to it. Not true. Not true. People follow, people read, and they watch. And then when they're ready, and they're in the right part of their buying cycle, excuse me, as long as you're still there, You can't quit. You can't do this for, you know, three months and then stop. Because in this example, six to eight months, that wouldn't have been long enough. And he may or may not have gone back to older articles. I've been blogging since 2010. So there was quite a wealth of knowledge. But as long as you put your knowledge and your time out there consistently, consistently in the same platform, and then make sure people can get their eyeballs on it through social media or advertising, but They become aware of you, and they come to your podcast or your blog or your video show or however you're interacting with them and sharing your knowledge, and they're paying attention. They're watching. They're listening. They are reading. I'm a reader. I read blogs. I listen to podcasts all the time, all the time. And um, I've told you, I started following um, Amy Amy Porterfield. We got started about the same time. And she was doing um, Facebook stuff. And I already knew those things, but I listened to her just to confirm that I was doing it right. And I just really liked her. So I always listened, always listened. Um, and then she came out with new programs, marketing, um, like, what is it? Webinars that convert and courses that convert. And I'd been listening to her just because I enjoyed her content. She was always putting it out there. And she came out with things all of a sudden that I could use. I bought them. That's right. And uh, so if you keep putting your stuff out there consistently, over time, when somebody is right fit for you, and they know they like, know and trust you, it's a done deal. I mean, she put that thing and I'm like, take my money, take it. I want these things, it's awesome. And that's what consistent core content can do for you as well. And it doesn't work only in the marketing industry, this works across whatever your industry is, nearly without exceptions, There's always one or two. But for the most part, this is just how it works. People want to see you. They want to know you. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We will be right back after this break.
0: Mark your calendars, boys and girls.
2: Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at SocialMediaDayDenver.com.
0: What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the- public format. By attending these Boost Power sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Spaces Ball Park location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. With each Boost session you attend, you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business. Who doesn't want to do that? Their speaker topics include leadership, sales, marketing, and other subjects vital to the success of any business. Boost Biz Ed attracts great people. Networking happens naturally here, before and after all Boost sessions. Again, join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9 30 to 11 a.m. downtown at the Spaces Ballpark location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence-Atencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.
1: You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura pence I'm sharing with you how you can develop your own core content. Download your free blog planning template to see exactly how to format your next blog article. Visit the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast to get yours now. So how can you come up with your core content for your blog? It's all the time, right? It's ongoing. It's consistent. How do you do that? Well, go back to season one, episode seven, and listen to that I'll give you a little hint. And I will give you a little recap here. So you want to identify your ideal client's burning desire. What is the thing that they need out of life? not just like a little surfacing. What is the thing that they need need that your product service gets them closer to? Identify that burning desire. something they have to have, like freedom to be location, independence, time away from their business, to unplug and hang out with their family, instead of always being attached to the phone or the laptop. Um, I've been guilty of that. Yes. So your job is to help them achieve their burning desire with your product or service. After establishing what your audience's burning desire is, the next step is creating content that will captivate your audience, captivate them, draw them in. And once you identify that missing piece, that's what you want to write about with your blog content. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Penstensio. You can download your free blog post template from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and join us in the Social Savvy Geek Show Insiders group on Facebook. Let's break this content creation down, uh, process down into three steps. All right. Number one is identify your audience's burning desire. And you can do this by asking your target audience in person, you can ask them through email. You can ask them through Facebook groups. Um, You can do a poll on Facebook. It's really handy. It even lets people like add in a new thing. If you didn't give them an option, that is what they're actually feeling. Excuse me. You can research what people are asking on websites like Quora and Inbound. You can go to BuzzSumo and see what the experts in your field are writing about because they're answering your audience's questions already. So go ahead and take a look at what's already out there and then put your own spin on it. So for example, when you're posting on Facebook and go into groups for market research, be very specific in who you want answering your question. Make sure you're clear in what you're asking people and ensure that you're gearing people up to answer your question so they can give you their best answer. So to do that, you don't just ask, what are you struggling with? Firstly, you don't want to end your sentence with a preposition, but (laughs) secondly, you don't want to make it so generic. You want to ask if you're a speaker, coach, or author, what is one struggle you face when you're creating content for your blog? Hmm? This lets people know who you're talking to and that you want to know one thing they're struggling with that is pertinent to your area of expertise. And their answer will be the content for your blog because you can answer their question and speak to their struggle. So the more struggles you know that your audience has, the more content ideas you have for your blog. So a client example that comes to my mind um, is I know a woman named Vicki Griffith. She's a fantastic EFT and self-hypnosis practitioner who helps people with releasing things like trauma and weight, like permanently release the weight. It's gone forever. Um, The one struggle she spoke to, they called to me, was getting a good night's sleep. I struggled with insomnia my entire life prior to meeting her. I have ADHD and sleeping with a serious, serious problem for me. Like I couldn't, I could just not turn my brain off, not to save my life. It was spinning and spinning and spinning. And so I had to catch this like sleepy wave at exactly the right minute. And if I ruined it or missed it, it would be hours before it came around again. And I mean, I would be lying there in bed with a book. And I'd be falling asleep, you know, doing that nodding thing, falling asleep with the book. And if I put the book down and reach to turn the light off, I was awake again for hours. I mean, it was horrible. So um, so this was really a struggle for me. And Vicki spoke to my burning desire to feel rested and be in charge of my schedule to be able to go to sleep at night because I wanted to. That was super like I'm like, that's a thing you can have that I really wanted it, but I didn't know it was possible shit. So she spoke to that. And then the second step you do is once you know what their burning desire is sleep, please, you need to solve, you need to let them know how your content is going to fill that missing piece. So if your headline of your blog could be something like 10 ways to gain freedom from sleepless nights. Save five hours of time when you implement this one easy content hack. Um, You know, whatever your blog post headline is, stick it in there. It could be how to connect with your audience uh, for your blog in six easy ways. And that is an actual blog post from Monica Miller. You can check that out. So your blog headline will describe not only what you're going to be talking about, but how you're going to solve a problem and create a win for your audience. So in my example with my sleep problem, the missing piece for me was getting good night's sleep. It seemed literally impossible. It was so rare. Um, and Vicky has a self hypnosis product that provides sleep. It's amazing. So I was willing to try anything. I thought that I had tried everything, but no, I hadn't. So anyway, I listened to her wonderful CD at bedtime for about a week. And I haven't had trouble getting to sleep. Since then, I've struggled with that issue for 30 plus years. And here she had an easy solution. But until she told me she had it, I didn't know. So that brings us to step three, which is get visible with your content. You got to let people know that you have this wonderful thing. But you don't tell them about the wonderful thing. You tell them how it solves their problem. Remember, that's how we're doing this. So to get the word out, it's not going to promote itself. You got to put it on social media, put it out there on Pinterest, which isn't actually social media, just kind of gets lumped in there in case you're wondering why I mentioned it separately. Um, You do guest blog posting, you put out a newsletter, you partner with someone who is willing to share your blog to their audience. You can put it on a podcast. You can make an opt-in with your blog and ask your peers to share it. You have tons of options for this stuff. So in the case of um, the sleep uh, Vicki uses her blog as her core content and she promotes it via social media and speaking engagements. Not coincidentally, she also uses that same content as a foundation for several books. Why? Because she's got this content thing down. She is doing it right. So my point in sharing the outside example is this is not something that just works within marketing. Uh, Vicky's not a marketer. She's an EFT and self-hypnosis practitioner. She helps people release trauma, release weight, go to sleep. And this method of communicating has been highly effective. So what is your message? How do you help people? What is it that you provide that solves a problem that gets them closer to what they want in their lives? I'm sharing these things with you. Plus you, Caitlin. (laughs) I am um, I'm sharing these things with you so that you can internalize them and use them in your business. So you need to think about what does your ideal client want from their life, from their business, from their relationship, from whatever area is that you are prepared to help them. What is the end goal, the burning desire, the thing that they need the most? So for example, if you are a relationship coach, the thing that they want is a fulfilled life with a committed partner, perhaps a marriage that will last, you know, the happily ever after people want that. So if that's their dream, and you were to present them with a system that could get them closer to that dream then you would want to say, you know, the missing piece is this, whatever your solution is, it gets you ready to have your dream. And it could be, um, I don't know, personal makeover in, your, in yourself. It could be uh, learning self love, whatever it is that you help them with. Think about how it gets them closer to their dream. And then you present it in that way, how it benefits them. Not like I have this program and I want you to buy it because nobody cares about your program they care about what they want and I know that you are listening to me because you want success in your business you want time with your family maybe more time to volunteer you want your business to serve you so that you can serve more people rather than you constantly being a slave to your business Because so we get into entrepreneurship and own our own businesses so that we can spend more time with our families and go on vacations and unplug and, you know, work from our laptop and do all the things that sound like a fantasy. (laughs) They sound crazy, but we see that there are people who are doing it. So we're like, that's a thing. I could have that. Um, And it's true. Um, I was able to move from Virginia to Colorado. And here I am still in business, same thing. Uh, So clearly, I wasn't tied to a physical location. And this just allows me to express my creativity and connect with people and help and serve and teach. And it's the most fun thing. But it's also, guys, this is a lot of work. Um, when I'm telling you that your core content is a key to unlock success, I stuck with blogging from 2010 until January of this year. And now we still have blog articles, but now they're coming from the podcast for the most part. But I've, sh- I've made a shift into this um, radio show and podcast. And wow, it's a little uncomfortable, to be quite honest, making that change. And it's a big adjustment. I'm loving it. Like absolutely cannot tell you how pleased I am that you're here. And I am, I'm really, really enjoying this. But it is a lot of work. And two shows a week. Oh boy, I knew how much content goes into promotion. And I still said two shows a week. And I'm like, that was crazy. That was crazy, but I'm glad I did, because I love it. I love talking to you. But my point is, you got to stay consistent, you got to keep this stuff going out. And you've, you got to commit. So 2010 to 2018, that's eight years of blogging. And now I've added into the mix this, uh, this show. But I haven't given up the blog. Now, why didn't I just start doing radio? and podcast and say, oh, this is new, and I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to do the, the blog anymore. What about those people who are reading it, who've been reading it, who are in the wings waiting to work with me? If I just stop blogging, then I feel like I'm letting them down. Because really, I would be. So I don't recommend just dropping something when you've been doing it, especially when it's been successful. But over time, you can add more things in. So consider your ideal audience. When you're picking your core content and do realize that you can add later. So if you're one of the people, (laughs) entrepreneurs, you know, our minds are spinning, we want to do all the things, pick one for now, and know that you can add to it later. And you can repurpose it. I've said you could repurpose a blog, you can also repurpose a podcast or a radio show or a video show, you can make more content from whatever content you have. Um, I feel like it's easier to outsource and get help with blogging Right now, that may not always be the case. And that could be a bias if you have a different opinion. By all means, please do share it with me. I'm always open to um, new ideas and interesting theories. So, you're listening to the Social Cyber Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. I'm sharing with you why consistent content over time that becomes your core is so important to achieving success in your business. When we can't When we come back, we'll be speaking with Andrea Joy Venberg, and she is right here in Colorado. I'm super excited to introduce her to you. She's worked with Amy Porterfield. Spoiler alert. All right. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors.
3: I'm Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Major indexes have been bouncing around this morning as the Fed chair testifies on monetary policy to the Senate Banking Committee. Investors are listening for hints on where interest rates might be going, how fast they'd be going up, how many increases we could expect this year. Right now, major indexes are all in the green. The Dow is up 24 points. The NASDAQ is up three points. The S&P 500 up two points. You spent a little more in January over the same month last year. The Commerce Department says consumer spending was up two-tenths of one percent, while incomes jumped a little bit because of the tax cuts. The savings rate also rose spending on construction projects was unchanged in january held back by a sharp fall in new commercial real estate projects and new york city's metropolitan museum of art is changing mani- is charging mandatory admission for the first time since 1870 25 bucks
4: 26. waiter sir jimmy sangenberger here waiter you wouldn't go to a restaurant where the waiter chooses your meal So why are you letting everyone else choose your candidates? In the primary, unaffiliated voters can impact your party's choice for the ballot. But caucus on March 6th is your chance to choose the candidate free from interference by those who don't share your values. The caucus process lets you speak with other engaged voters in your party to choose the best possible candidate for the primary ballot. Attend caucus on March 6th. Visit your party's website to register today.
5: Are you a small business owner in need of cash to fund payroll, to buy new equipment, or to expand your business? Has your local bank turned you down? Have you been told no when you really, really need to hear yes? Get cash to run your business right now. Call strategic funding and get a yes today. 800-210-6998. If you've been in business for at least a year, have annual revenue of at least $150,000 and minimum credit score of 550, we can provide you with up to $500,000. Our unique financing service can get you the cash you need with very flexible payment plans, personalized to fit your specific situation. Growing your business just got a lot easier with the approval in as little as one day. Stop worrying and call Strategic Funding today for a no-obligation consultation. 800-210-6998. 800-210-6998. 800-210-6998. Take your home like it is and let us help you make it like you want it. Hi, Dan Ciccini, Dunright Kitchens and Baths, Windows and Doors. We've been doing just that for over 30 years now. 800-362-8370 or drhi.com. Hey, we know this radio station is your favorite. But did you know you can find even more great Christian stations now on christianradio.com? More stations, more podcasts, and more uplifting faith-building programs. Download the app now by visiting christianradio.com.
0: Now, back to the Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pensatensio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.
1: Come on. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatensio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're here with Andrea Joy Wenberg. Andrea is a speaker, trainer, and communication strategist with her consulting firm, Voice of Influence. She hosts the Voice of Influence podcast and coaches message-driven leaders in deep self-awareness that leads to powerfully authentic expression of their message at home, work, and in the world. Andrea is the author of a memoir unfrozen stop holding back and release the real you you might find her in a coffee shop with earbuds in place hands waving as a conductor as she listens to musical soundtracks she suggests you just smile and nod like her two kids and husband do thank you so much for joining us today andrea
4: thank you for having me
1: i am super excited uh i looked over all of your things and i am just i feel like you're my people
4: (laughs) awesome so
1: i would like to start uh By talking about your lunch table analogy, because it's brilliant. Hmm. So how did you come up? You're welcome. How did you come up with that? Well, um, do you want me to explain the analogy to
4: begin with? Yes, please. And then tell us how you came up with it. I would be very happy to. So I I was, well, I was very frustrated knowing that I had more to say in the world and more to contribute. But feeling like my my voice didn't have a place, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way at times. And so, through the process of a lot of my own self awareness, through the reflection of writing my my memoir that you mentioned previously, mm-hmm. um, I realized that what I really wanted was I wanted connection. I wanted to I wanted to connect with people, but I didn't just want connection. I wanted impact as well. Yes, I wanted my voice to matter. And so, when I thought about you know, we, we use this idea of um, having a seat at the table mm-hmm. quite frequently. What does it mean to have a seat at the table? Does it just mean that, you know, hey, come on over. You've got a place here. That's great. That's connection. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're at that table and you don't have an actual voice at the table, then it can it, it doesn't feel right either. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to both have that connection and the impact, I think. Yes.
1: And so you likened this to a middle school lunchroom and being invited or not invited, kind of like the click situation. Yeah. So why is it that you feel like we never leave that middle school lunchroom, even as adults?
4: You know, I, I don't think it's just about popularity or, or confidence or even mindset. I don't think it's just about that. I think those things can come into play. But really, I think it's because that these are the things that make life meaningful. To know that we we are connected and that our voice matters to someone. Mm-hmm. And when we know that we matter to someone, then life is meaningful. And if not, then it, it's really hard to feel like, gosh, what is this? What is this life all about?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But I think that's why we never leave. I think it's, because <laughs> it's so deeply ingrained in us. That makes sense. And
1: so you help people develop their message to be their real self. And how do you how do you help them with that? Well. I
4: look at it as helping people find and develop their voice of influence mm-hmm. by incorporating pretty much what I call the three practices of self-expression, mm-hmm. authentic self-expression, uh-huh. and um, and a lot of people think of authenticity as being just being raw and real. Mm. Um, I think it's deeper than that, especially for people who have a specific message that they're trying to get out into the world, mm-hmm. um, because it's 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 about that awareness and being real. With yourself first of all yes and then being really reflective upon okay well what is this you know this is how I feel but what do I really believe about that feeling and what do I really want to communicate and then taking action Mm -hmm. on that um, on that reflection and, and choosing how we're going to use our voice so having a voice isn't just speaking up it's about
1: having a choice about what we're going to speak up about it definitely is now once you've helped people develop this voice how does that relate to producing effective core content so they can get their message out?
4: Yeah. Um, I think that you kind of have to have a core message that runs throughout all of your core content. Mm-hmm. So your core content needing to, it needs to be consistent communication. Yes. It's consistent frequency, consistent medium or a gathering place, consistent mm-hmm. target audience, consistent core message. And that core message then, once we develop that and you have a real sense of what it is that you're really wanting to say, then you make sure that all of your content runs through that throughout that. And I guess the way that I look at core message mm-hmm. is that it's a way of aligning all of the things that we want to say. Because if if you're somebody that has some opinions about in the world, <laughs> you have more than one. You have lots of different messages that you want to get out. Mm-hmm. And so I think people have a hard time choosing what they're going to talk about. True. I think that if if you align what you do and what you, if you excuse me, if you align your um, your message with your passion, your experience, et cetera, Mm -hmm. it kind of comes into an alignment more like a, uh, an arrowhead, Uh like a triangle. Yes. And so you have to have a very, very um, small tip of your triangle to get your message to connect with other people. They have to have a a basic concept that you're trying Mm -hmm. to get across and then everything else falls underneath of that. And so if your core content can communicate your core message all of the time and you have a sense of what that, that tip is or that wisdom statement, that I mm-hmm. call a wisdom statement, then I think that it, it's just way easier to create lots and lots and lots of content that so you can be consistent over a, a period of time. Absolutely. Now,
1: when I was looking over your website, you help uh, entrepreneurs to design a purposeful life, not just their content but you use that as a means to help them and you share this message through podcasting so is would you consider that to be your primary medium yes that is my core content that is my primary medium excellent could you tell us why you chose that and why it works for you
4: I originally started with a blog and would tell a lot of personal stories and then come up with some sort of um, uh, lesson to Mm -hmm. share with the audience but I soon got tired of that, especially once I wrote my book and I told enough personal stories. <laughs> and then I started to realize that I really wanted to help people specifically with this, um, this, you know, self-expression and mm-hmm. with communication and, and what, whatnot. So um, I knew that I, I could talk. I knew that I love to interview people. I love to get to the heart of what people are, are thinking and, and what they want to say and, and help draw that out. And so I, I wanted to, to create a platform where I could bring in other voices and also develop mine as I went as I went along as well. And so I really enjoy podcasting. Do you? Oh, it's so much fun.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> I've only been doing this since January, so I'm new to it. But um, I hinted at you. I said, I'm a huge fan of Amy Porterfield. If people were playing, playing like podcast bingo and they're like, one of the squares on my podcast board was mentioned Amy Porterfield, it would probably come up every show. Um,
4: yeah. <laughs> so you have actually been, had work featured by her? No? I have, yeah. She, I was a part of... Um, uh, she was an affiliate for B-School. She yes. is an affiliate for B-School. I bought it from um, her. Mm-hmm. A program yeah. by, mm-hmm, by, by Marie Forleo. So I, in, I was in her her uh, she does an extra class with that, some mm-hmm. bonuses and things. Well, she offered the opportunity for us to come up with a concept mm-hmm. for her next bonus for her next B-School class. and so she had she told me about 50 people come up with different ideas and whatnot and I did as well. and I, I, I took what, what I knew of her audience, mm-hmm. what I knew of Amy and what I saw where I saw some um, missing pieces. And I suggested a, a bonus that she could use, and I outlined it and told her what I thought, how she should deliver it, and she chose my bonus. So that she is... used, used my concept in her um, business, which was, it was really, really gratifying. It is, and that means I've seen it.
1: <laughs> 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 I've, I, I would say I talk about it on the show probably a little bit too much, but whatever. So uh, we've got about a minute left for you to please just tell us where uh, people can connect with you and find out more about your awesome work.
4: Sure. Well, um, if you're interested in learning more about the core message or the, that wisdom statement and how to how to do create a personal brand strategy, I do have a free offering for your audience. Awesome. You can find that at www.voiceofinfluence.net. Mm-hmm. Voiceofinfluence.net slash focus.
1: Awesome. And I it's will absolutely focus. link to that yeah. in the show notes for them as well. Sure. So um, and, and what specifically does that speak to?
4: Um, it, it helps you get a sense of your um, personal brand strategy. It's like a DIY personal brand strategy. Um, it, it helps you dip your toe in that in that field of right. what is my core message, what's my style, what am I trying to really get across here.
1: Right, and everything rests on that. It's, you really have to define that before you can go. So, thank you so very much for uh, sharing that and for joining us today. And thank you for having me you're absolutely welcome i may do it again i really like you
4: awesome. <laughs> so,
1: you're listening to the You'll
4: social to join me on my podcast
1: as well. oh absolutely i'm in okay um <laughs> you're listening to the social savvy geek show i'm laura Pensitencio. get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast stay tuned and i'll answer your questions when we get back after this break thank you so thank you so much for being here
4: you're I am. So welcome.
1: I absolutely want to connect with you more, and you're here. Like yeah, what?
4: I'm really close. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know in Nebraska, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you're you're close, uh, but yeah, definitely need to to connect more because I love your stuff, and I think that our audience are are very much in alignment. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Awesome. That's perfect. So I'll connect with cool. you later. But thank you so very yeah. much.
2: As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Rights and Laura Pence Atencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you marketing that converts. Simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more.
0: Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes, and other foreign language classes, skills, computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts, workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many. Many of the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free the letter u.com. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence-Atencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.
1: You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Atencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about the importance of consistently publishing content in your business. This consistent publishing of content is what keeps people interested in you and what you're doing. You can't skip this stuff if you wanna streamline your business and make it easy on yourself over time. Uh, Yes, it can be a lot of work to get these systems and processes in place. It absolutely is. No way to sugarcoat that. Um, But we can help you with that part. What's important for you is that your message is getting out there consistently between launches. Don't wait until you want to promote something to start speaking to your audience do it now, right now. Start now. Okay. I, you know, that's one of those things I would say you got to do it consistently. And you need to develop the audience when you don't need the audience. It's kind of like a loan. People want to give you money when you don't need money. Same thing with a launch. People want to listen when you're not desperate to have them. So be there all the time so that when you need people to be paying attention, because you're trying to launch something, they're already ready. Okay. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatensio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. It's time for q and I'm answering your questions about creating core content for your business. Let's go. I love this part of the show. It is so much fun. I hope you feel the same way. If you don't think it's enough fun, then you need to send in your own question because it's fun when people talk about your stuff, right? Okay. First question, when conducting market research, what have you found to be the most useful, most useful of your time and energy to gain the information you want? Probably most useful use. Okay, when conducting market research, what have I found to be the best use of my time and energy? Well, two things. One is looking at what's being addressed by peers, and that's for two reasons. One, I don't want to talk to exactly the same thing Uh, because it's already been done but if there's a a theme like if you do a, a google keyword research search for example and see what's being searched what are people asking consistently all the time over and over again you should speak to that but then also kind of a more passive just being aware and keeping an eye out um when i'm on linkedin or facebook and I see people talking about a particular subject or asking questions or having a, you know, they're they're just struggling with the same thing. I'm in a few peer groups uh, where I see what people are kind of struggling with. And since I am a speaker, author, influencer, uh, my peers are sometimes my audience. So just by participating and being present, I see where people are hitting roadblocks. And then I can help them with the piece that I help with. And then I reach out to them um, when I, when, they're, when they have something that would help me. For example, I can help with uh, content creation and launching and social media promotion and all, you know, the things that you need to do to develop an online platform to get your word and your message out there. That's what I do. But I have, I'm in a group called... Um, Mod Girl Marketing, that's Mandy McEwen's group, and she helps agencies scale. I don't do that. I need that. (laughs) So I'm in her group to learn from her. And then there's other people in there who need what I have. And it's just, I'm there for myself, but I'm also there to serve my peers. And it works well for everyone. I've had other members on here as podcast guests. So researching is just a part of your natural experience. Once you know what you're doing, just keep your eyes open. So probably over answered that question. But there you go. What's the average length of a blog? I don't know, probably 700 words average, because you have 2000 word blogs and you have 400 word blogs. So average. Yeah, I'm getting smart with you. Really? (laughs) It depends. I think what you would want to know is what is the most effective length for a blog. And I like a mix. I like to sometimes do short pithy blogs that get to the point and then About once a quarter, I'll do one of those epic long blog posts that really dives deep on a topic. Um, You'll see when you're publishing blog posts, which links your audience is more engaged with. And I would suggest you do more of those and less of the ones that they don't engage with. But you also have to keep in mind, you have different purposes for a blog post. Some of them are there for... People to come in and get a quick idea and hop out others are there that are long in their beasts and they're going to be shared and shared and shared and they are dense with your keywords in a nice human reading kind of way um, but the purpose there is to get more eyeballs to your site so keep in mind the purpose of the post and what you're promoting and where it is in your sales cycle and mix it up use some different lengths there's no one best length um, next question how can I use my blog effectively to gain new leads? Ooh, So many ways. Well, firstly, start with a post. Do use a content upgrade, always have an opt in. Call to action. Tell people what to do next. If you don't have a content upgrade for this particular piece, ask them to read another related article, just always some next step. Um, And then also, uh, Let people opt in so they can get your next blog post. And there's many different ways you can do that. You can connect it now to the Facebook Messenger bots. You can use uh, Push Crew and have them receive a push notification when you publish something to your website. You can have them subscribe to your uh, blog via email notification. You can do all of these things if you have been doing this long enough and you can, because then people can pick their preferred method of being notified. So if you only have Facebook Messenger and someone's like, I don't use Facebook, well, you're not getting them. But if you have the push crew thing, and they're like, Ooh, I do love you. You're my favorite. I'm in. Then you've got them. So uh, have multiple ways for people to take action. That's the best way to go ahead and get new leads from your blog. How much should I worry about SEO and Google Analytics in my blog? It seems too overwhelming. Well, it can be. So here's my advice, if it seems overwhelming. Firstly, outsource that part to somebody else, not me, because I'm not an SEO or Google (laughs) Analytics expert. But the second thing is, don't worry about that. Speak to the human being and make sure that you're communicating effectively with your human readers. Because some of that SEO and, analytics type stuff will naturally occur when you are consistent in your themes and consistent in your language and consistent with your topics. So don't let that trip you up and stop you from going. But don't ignore it forever either. Okay. Where do I find photos for my blog post? Mm. You can Google uh, royalty free stock images and get a lot of um, nice places for that. It's like um, pixels, and uh, let's see, Snap, snap Wire, Unplash. and which one? Unsplash. Oh, Unsplash, Unsplash is beautiful. There's a lot, and now they're free. One caveat to that, I will say, is that uh, it's better than not having photos, but you'll start seeing the same pictures over and over again, so make sure you use something like Canva to put some words over it or switch it up so it's not exactly the same as everybody else's. Um, and it's great to throw in a little uh, custom photography when you can, But don't let it stop you. So use the free stuff, mix it up with some custom stuff from time to time. And there you go. Last question. I have too many topics I want to talk about. How do I narrow it down? Well, if you listen to our last guest, you can, um, Andrea says that you use it like a, like an arrow and you make sure that it comes to a point. So all things should lead to one conclusion. And I agree. So I would say, what are you going to promote? What is your next thing that's coming up and what will support that promotion and plan backwards from there? And it's easy to say, I want to talk about all the things, but what can you not talk about and still achieve your goal? Throw those things out, put them on a wish list for later. So there's that. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Listen to past episodes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. Here's what's going on right now and what's coming down the pipe. Announcements. I am at Social Sa- or social Savvy, oh, anytime I say social, I wanna say my brand, but no, Social Media Marketing World 2018 today. So if you see me there, say hi. I have an upcoming workshop series, Wednesdays in March, on the 17th, 14th, and 21st at Office Evolutions, Aurora Location, and Southlands Mall. Check socialsavvygeek.com forward slash workshop for details. <clears throat> One moment. Monica and I are launching Marketing Converts in April, which means that we're using the system I just shared with you. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash marketing converts today, and you can see this blogging content stuff in action because Monica published on Monday something pertinent. I'm publishing this upcoming Monday something pertinent, and we're going to alternate every Monday, a blog post that will lead up to the program. So watch and see how we do it. And if you, you know, are really bored, and want to look backwards, you can see how we did it last time. We have lots of stuff for you to look at. Okay. Uh, la, la, la Monica is hosting a blogging workshop on March 15th in Fort Collins, Colorado, and we'll post that in the groups. Social Media Day Denver has announced featured speakers, including myself, and sponsorship opportunities are now available. Contact Erin Sell at socialmediadaydenver.com for more information on that. And then join us next next show. We'll start season three, and the focus will be on promoting your speaking engagements and in-person events. So this entire last um, nine episodes, we've been focusing on influencer marketing for online programs and online courses. So the next series will be how to promote your in-person events, your speaking engagements. And I don't mean the ones where you go to someone else's event and they provide you with an audience. I mean the ones where you need to provide an audience for yourself, like my workshops that are coming up. Um, And then also we'll be talking about in-person events, workshops, um, previews, VIP events. So we're going to talk about in-person stuff, but we're going to be promoting it online. Go figure. Okay, I have a question for you. You can answer me on your favorite social channel. Mine's Twitter. We've mentioned that. If you tweet me, I promise to tweet you back. But you could also answer me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Don't know how you would do it on Pinterest. So that's why I say it's not really social. Here's the question. What is your core content? A blog, a podcast, or something else? Tell me what it is. And if you don't have one yet, tell me what it will be. And do please absolutely share a link, so I can check it out. Here's a hint. If you tweet at me, or Facebook me publicly, and share a link, because it's not spam, because I asked you to, other people will see it too. Just saying. Okay, so today, the focus was how to make your core content your key to unlocking success. I gave you examples of how this works for me, of how it works for other people. Um, You heard from Andrea about how it has worked for her and continues to work for her clients as well. This is not stuff I'm just making up. This is proven, it works. It's not just for marketers. That's a common objection I hear a lot. Well, of course it works for you, you're in marketing. No, it works for me because I've been doing it consistently I mean, I had some hiccups, we all have, but I've been doing it consistently and I've shown up and continue to do it. And it can work for you too, even if marketing is not your subject. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of us talking about marketing. So you're listening to Social Savvy Geek Show. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you. Until next time, join our conversation online. Savvy?